Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Western North Carolina fishing report with the Nanahala Sasquatch himself, Gordon Vanderpool. How's it going, Gordon? Uh, it's good, brother. How you doing, man? Just trying to stay out of trouble and get ready for Santa Claus. Yes, sir. I can't wait to see Santa. Well, there you go. Well, I think, you know, at this point, we're probably pretty well settled into the winter routine. Why don't you let folks know what they should expect uh, on the winter trout scene in Western North Carolina? Yeah, for sure. Uh, things have definitely settled in, you know, to that late fall, early winter movement. So, you know, we're having more consistent, cooler mornings, still getting fairly warm during the day on some days. So it's starting to settle in and it will settle in more as we get into December and January, more consistent cold throughout the day and it'll even change more. So right now in this transition period that we're kind of in, you know, we do have those cold mornings. So the bite can be a little slow, very early, like right around daylight, the first hour or two. Um, so my advice is to follow the sun, whatever sun you could find, uh, first wait, don't go right at daylight. Not necessary. Unless you absolutely have to beat somebody to the water. There's really no reason to be out. Can you catch them? Yes. Good, slow, good controlled drifts, you know, in their wheelhouse and you can still get bit. But as soon as that sun hits the water, man, the fish have really turned on and the bite's been good. Um, we're literally following the sun. Like wherever the sunny spots are in the water is kind of what I do from now until, you know, February, March, and maybe April. And then when it starts to get warm, then I go the other way, man. I avoid the sun like the plague. But for now, the sun's my friend. So I follow it. That's where the bugs are going to be hatching. And you're going to find more active fish in the sun. Um, so do that. Keep an eye. Uh, the water's in good shape. We have good flow, but sight fishing is still an option. We're still getting a lot of that. So here's something to know. If you get out into water that looks really fishy, and you're looking and you're not seeing any fish suspended or in the tail outs or any of that stuff where you think a feeding fish should be. If you're not seeing that happen, then just focus on the deeper plunge pools because that lets you know they're kind of hunkered down in like what we call winter mode. They can slide in and out of that winter to feed mode where they're kind of anywhere in just a matter of minutes. You know, they can go from feeding to that or from that to feeding. So you just got to keep your eyes open. So just know that if you're like, man, I've been seeing fish here feeding the last three days in these areas and catching them, but I'm not seeing them today. That's because they don't want to be seen. So they're hunkered down. So be like, okay, go find a dump somewhere, a deeper pocket, a hole. And that's where you will find those numbers of fish being there. They're lazy, kind of laying down. So you got to get it in front of them. Um, that should make sense to people, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. Do you, do you have a preferred rig for uh, when you need to pry them off the bottom like that? Yeah, I mean, if it's a deep stuff, you know, I'm going to get something heavier on there to get it down in their kitchen. You got to get it in the kitchen, you know, and and they'll eat. And sometimes they won't move even when you're drifting right in front of them. So I like to jig my flies a little bit, get some movement to them. And sometimes that'll trigger a bite. Uh, so nothing fancy. Just add a little bit of movement to your bugs. Get the flies down in the kitchen. Get it right there. Got you. Any preference for one or two flies? Me personally, I'm fishing like a, if I go bigger, I'm going to fish like a 14 or even a 12 with 3.5 tungsten bead, uh, soft tackle waltz, two-tone waltz, or a two-tone two -tone waltz with CDC collar. Either one of those, that's like a favorite one of mine to kind of jig those fish off the bottom. Um, and if you've got some fish that you think still may eat junk, you could do it with a single egg or squirm or a mop. So any of those really. Got it. And we've got a, uh, we've got a listener question this time around too from Chris, and he wanted to get your thoughts on 
scuds, sow bugs, and shrimp patterns in Western North Carolina? And is it worth having some of those in your box? No, uh, that's a good question, Chris. Um, hmm. Okay. If I'm going to be brutally honest, uh, w- you know, we have seen a couple scuds on the lower Nantahala. I'm just going to go with, what with what's around me. And Chris, to be honest, that's something I've never really dabbled in because I've never seen enough scud life there that I thought it would be worth it. Does that mean I'm right? I don't know. Um, it might be something worth playing around with though, bud, but I do know like the South Holston in Tennessee obviously is loaded with scuds. Most people should know that, uh, but there's quite a few over there. So maybe in there, but here in Western North Carolina, we just don't have any spring creeks or streams, you know, of that regard that would kind of have a scud or a South scud population. So I don't really know, um, to be honest, I know what I generally fish. There's no really no need to have it in the box. Uh, for me, if I'm trying to be imitative, but if you just want to be kind of using it as an attractor and see if a fish will eat, maybe it's worth having it for that. Cause I'm sure, you know, you get these stock fish, they'll eat it, but that doesn't mean they're eating it because they see it in the river. Cause I don't think there's much of that around here. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I really appreciate that, Gordon. And folks, keep the questions coming. If we read your question on the fishing report, I'll send you some articulate fly swag and you'll get entered in a drawing for some Nanahel. Nanahala Sasquatch uh, flies at the end of the season, which is coming up pretty soon. And uh, to keep the tradition alive, uh, Gordon, what's the most valuable metal for this fishing report? Yeah, another old school hair metal day. It's a warrant blind faith. Awesome. It's a good one. Awesome. Hashtag, it's a good one. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, listen, folks, uh, try to uh, sneak out and catch a few. The fishing's been pretty good here, and uh, I think we're slightly warmer uh, than we would normally expect this time of year, so things should hang on, hopefully, uh, for another uh, week or two for sure. Uh, Get out there, catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Gordon. Yes, sir. See ya. 